What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. It's been a heck of a year in the marketing world. But honestly, we're heading to the holidays. Enough of the boring stuff. Let's talk the fun stuff. Today, we talked to Ben Carter of Tolero Tequila... And before you ask the question, yes, the answer was drinking. Before you ask the question, the answer is yes, we were drinking while we did this episode. All that and more today on the Marketing Mad Men podcast. They say marketing is a madman's game. So now we turn it over to the Marketing Mad Men with Nick Constantino and Trip Job. Happy Saturday. Welcome to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job and Nick Constantino here uh, live from the Battery. And, Live from uh, the battery with tequila, so with you know tequila, it's going to be a good episode. I know it's uh, it's that time again. You know we, uh, I'm a little worried though. When I came in, I did see some of uh, the city's finest in the parking deck. So you're I'm over like, 21, right? I'm over. Oh, well, so that I'm fine. I just got to be, be careful. Okay. I mean, uh, okay. we got uh, there's a big bottle uh, Ben brought uh, staring at us. So um, we've got uh, as a guest uh, today. We've got Ben Carter of Tolero Tequila. I met Ben. That was about three months ago, I yeah. think. Um, yes, it you were was. actually we were over at uh, the Buckhead Club, and you were uh, doing a little business and uh, promoting, and uh, mm-hmm. so we got kind of talking and thought this would be a great local story. And uh, I mean, uh, you know, it's always good to talk yeah. uh, little uh, spirits and uh, different ways to to market and how we can use that uh, with some of our listeners. And look, and Ben's got a whole bunch of diverse experiences also behind it, different countries, different cities, radio. So I think this will be a fun conversation. And I think uh, like we usually do, let's start at the beginning. So let's do the uh, the freeway version of how you got from there to here and, okay. and cover everything. So um, we were approached, I was approached in 2014. Uh, I was working in uh and living in Mexico City, uh, doing uh, radio consulting. Freaking love Mexico City. Yeah. We'll get we'll we'll cover that. That's a great city. We got to talk street tacos, yeah. Quintanilla and Pujol. At least, yeah. at least we got to talk those things. Great, great museums too. Yeah, yeah, awesome. great and great sub. Uh, what's called sidewalk cafes. But um, I was approached and uh, on LinkedIn of all places, and um, they're saying that uh, this uh, Tolero Organic Tequila was was about to be discontinued. And would you be interested in uh, resuscitating the brand? Okay. And so uh, the guys I, I work with, um, and the, own, the co-owners, uh, KJ uh, with Coda Subtle, and um, they approached me on LinkedIn, and they were like, um, you're fluent in Spanish, and uh, you know, you know, you know, you've been down here in Mexico, you know, would you want to you know, join with us to resuscitate this brand? And the uh, reason why, because... Uh, when people came out with when they came out with this, uh, it was first developed by Diageo, and uh, when they came out, they were charging ninety dollars a bottle. Yeah, wow. 
Yeah. And tequila at the time, you know, it and Diageo was, had a huge tequila platform. I know El yes. Quimador is yeah. where it starts, but yes. right, isn't Don Julio? It, they, they have a bunch of brands in, right. in, in it. So right, but they but they chose to take it over to a craft distillery called uh, Productos Agave de Finos, uh, which is um, which started Casamigos, okay, Avion, and okay. Clase Azul. Okay, but those are. Casa Azul is very expensive, but the other mm. ones you're talking the mid tier. You're not talking ultra high tier. Mm-mm. So they probably made a mistake with pricing. Mm. Going in at ninety bucks, you got to be going. you got you got to establish yourself and have a value. Keep going. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, you know, um, Casa Azul has the bottle, and like mm-hmm. that's the selling point, and people. But you got to have a prop value proposition. Ding, ding the bill. Yeah, ding yeah. The bill. Uh, all you are doing is paying for that. Yeah, you're right. paying in the artisan, uh, the artisan uh, uh, framework of the bottling. But also the, the powerful thing about it was is that they thought there was going to be like the Whole Foods. Concept, you know, remember when you go into Whole Foods, oh, yeah. you know, you pay like what, nine bucks for a, a sandwich, organic sandwich, yeah. but that that didn't fly off because people had in their mind at the time tequila was only for what margaritas, mm-hmm. yeah, margaritavilles, yeah, all right, yeah, it wasn't like bourbon, it wasn't like you know you're sipping, you're sipping, there you right? go. and even when the the big train came out and Patron yeah. was the start of it all, they were still shooting it, mm, they still yeah. were shoot, they weren't putting on an ice cube, they they couldn't tell you what a resposado was or an yeho was, they were not, it was well, not that world yet. And, last yeah. night I was with friends and they're like, no, I lost it at uh, a Buffett concert, you know, right. years ago I don't do tequila anymore. I've right. got more friends that who say exactly. I don't do tequila oh anymore exactly. because of honestly bad tequila. And a bad experience, uh, typically the, at a party or whatever. Let me tell you the problem with tequila. The Keep problem going. with tequila is, is that I like tequila in an ice cube like I drink whiskey. Even if it's clear yeah. and yeah, it doesn't matter. The problem is, is that it is so easy to drink. Like bourbon is viscous. It feels yeah. thick in your mouth. So when you sip it, it takes a second. I drink too much tequila, and I'm hammered almost immediately because it is so easy to drink. Yeah. And there's lots of reasons. Of course. It gives, it's the healthiest for you. It's the, it gives it you the most energy, the upper, all that stuff. But you don't realize that until you really drink good tequila as to what it is. So That's, that's my commercial right there. There you I go. Know. Wrote down well, my college, room, my college roommate <laughs> has a place in Mexico, so he's got me. He, like, the last five years, he's kind of got me on. Uh, exactly. He brings it back all the time from, uh, from down there. But the story is so. obviously way more complicated than that. Blue agave is yeah. not easy. 12 years, dozen years to harvest. Seven to like, 12 years. The, the conversation. Wow. And unfortunately, we, in this country, Cuervo did a really bad job yes. of using garbage tequila as yes. the one that everyone knows, which does yeah. make you sick. Yes. Um, so until you people started getting into the agave tequilas and, you know, maybe a margarita, it was not clear what tequila even was. Oh, I agree. And then also we do it at 7,200 square feet above sea level. So, oh, wow. you know, that's we, you have two types of, of agave, the highlands and the lowlands. Lowlands, of course, is a more of a brown agave. And then you get the mm-hmm. highlands is 7,200 square feet or a mile high above uh, it starts with the blue agave, and the blue agave gives that clean, pure, simple taste that goes down easy. But over harvested, okay. and then right, Jalisco, you have to be from one region yes. to be. Right. And to be clear, if I remember this, there's, there's, tequila there's, is a mezcal, but mezcal going. is not a tequila. There you Correct. go. Yep. Okay, right there you go. See, and I, I kind of know my stuff. And, okay. there, and there's the five states of tequila. Okay, go. Guadalajara, Jalisco, Oaxaca, Durango, and uh, what did I say? Oh, uh, Durango. And those are all. Oh, I thought I thought it was buzzed. Pass out. Buzz, drunk, exhilarated, yes. uh, on the edge, and passed out. Well, those are the five states. You know. Passed out. I've been passed out. I've, I've gone. You can regress also. I've done that many a time. Well, they said usually that with tequila, you either uh, fighting or fornicating. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You yeah. try to do one before the other. Right. You try to fornicate. That doesn't right. work, so you're fighting. So, yeah. so let, let's so, come back. So you were you were approached, yes. all right, by yes. a brand that was about to go under. Yes. And so then what's going through your mind? Um, I want to taste it. 
Okay. Because if there's a reason for you to discontinue it, there's got to be a reason. All the infrastructure was built. Yeah. It was it, always built. The supplies but, were done. You were ready to go. Right. But I tasted it, and I was like, this is the tequila I had when I was in grad school at Mexico City. Okay. Okay. Um, I got uh, I got a uh, fellowship to uh, study at the Universidad de Bello Americana to study the effects of NAFTA in 1997. And uh, we had a tradition of sipping tequila before every exam. Smart. You know why? Keep your ner- nerves loose. Keep going. Huh? And, uh, so, and tequila's a stimulant. It's not a depressant. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up getting a 4 that year. There you go. Wow. So I tasted it, and I was like, this is the tequila I had. And I was like, I'm on. Mm-hmm. So and, and that, that's an important point because that's one of the things that the authenticity of Mexican like it's perceived differently here, right? They don't drink mm-hmm. Corona in Mexico. Mm-mm. Like they right. drink Victoria, they drink some of the other brands, yeah. but they don't drink Corona. You have like El Jimador is the number one tequila in Mexico. It's like yes. scoffed out here. El Jimador right. is not bad tequila, right? For what it's worth, yeah. it's still blue agave. So yes. I think that, and I, you know, my Mexico City story. I was there ten minutes right. at most, and I was at a dive bar with. Farm made mezcal and yes. guacamole with grasshoppers. Yes. And I was like, I've made it. This is all I wanted right. was to be in that authenticity. Yeah. And it's a city that rewards you to embrace the authentic. I agree. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And but I was in the buckhead part of Mexico right. City. Oh, that's where oh, Quintanilla yeah. is. What's oh, yeah, that area right called? Romana, maybe? No, it's uh, Colonia Condesa. Okay. Or yeah. uh, Roma. Roma, La Roma, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's where Pujol and Quintanilla were, which is a whole other world. So, Tripp, so, yeah, so two of the top ten restaurants in the entire world. Yeah, so, yeah. City. so you drink the tequila. We used to stay down there when in we Mexico go. City? Awesome. Yeah, Because yes. yeah. awesome. then we'd go out till we had a uh, tape and abrasives customer, um, Fandeli, down there. And, uh, of course, it was about a hour drive into, uh, you know, out to their factory. But right. We, yes. But we stayed in there. You're That's not a fun down. place to drive. No. Well, and, and we and we had a driver, of because, course, out there because yeah, I mean, the it was armed guards like at their anything. facility. It's three, I mean, it's three, it's three New Yorks. A lot of people don't understand. It's three New Yorks in one, yeah, one city. It's, it's so densely popular. Yeah. But anyway, all right. So, so, so basically, I was sipping my tequila yeah. with my pinky out. Okay. okay. Classy. It, Yes, exuding yeah. class yeah, like yeah. you have to. <laughs> so we got there. Did you sip the anejo? What, what were you sipping? Oh uh, no, just the blanco. Yeah, okay. the blanco is 100 percent organic. So the reason why we we're organic is that we don't use any pesticides, no chemicals, no sugars, no toxins, uh, which makes it no additives, which makes to you no headache, no hangover automatically. Yeah. So I was like, this is it. Uh, so to get it uh, stateside, of course, uh, it took about 18 months. And then uh, we officially launched here in Atlanta, Georgia on January 1st, 2016. So oh, wow. Diageo had gone through all the R&D, had everything set up, that they hadn't even brought it up. They haven't even imported it yet. No wow. Problem. So they mm-hmm. did all the, the legwork for you. Exactly. And then you took it over on the back end. And now, don't get me wrong, the 18 months of legal and bringing it over oh, yes. is not easy, oh, but yes. they had already had the supply, which yes. is not easy to, to – and they secured multiple years of the agave and sourced all of it, right? You have exactly. to. But the, but the Wichita wasn't ready, though. The añejo uh, and the reposado wasn't ready, okay. Because you had to put it right. in the barrels More to time. Age it. right? And then also, uh, so that's why we came out with the blanco. Um, in fact, the organic, the organic añejo and reposado is just now ready. So we we're oh, debuting wow. it for the holidays. Awesome. Yeah. So that's that's so uh, and uh, so what happened though? We launched it here, Atlanta, at uh, downtown, right down the street from uh, CNN Center. Okay. And uh, at a place called Studio Number Seven, and uh, and we just took off ever since. Uh, we, we were named uh, Tequila of the Year in China, of all places. Yes, of all places. Okay. We had people. The China Wine and Spirits Awards gave us uh, gave us a call. They were like, you know, do you want to submit? And I was like, you know, why not? Yeah. We we submitted it, 
and they put us up, and we actually beat the Reposados and uh, the Añejos, and they named us the Tequila Year in 2017 and 2018. And How much tequila they import to China? Did- China is now number five. Really? Yes. Wow. N- number mm-hmm. one is U.S. course. Mm-hmm. Two is Mexico. Uh, mm-hmm. Three is surprisingly Brazil, Germany. Germany. Wow. Okay. Germans love interesting. Germans love tequila, and then number four is France. Okay. Interesting. Those are not. Those are not where I would have picked. I would have yeah. thought Argentina. Yeah. I would have thought Brazil. Some, but they own, just they Brazil. Just a part spirits. of it because of the size, obviously, yes. population yes. and all. But yeah, yeah. But German. But there, uh, there was a large German influence in, uh, in Mexico. Yeah. And in the history. Yes. That's why the uh, yep. the uh, the Tejano. They have the um, the uh, Zodiac. You know the uh, what's it called? I'm going to lose my mind. The, the uh, Tejano re uh, the music the Zodiac music uh, with the. Um, the music is a lot of German influence German. Okay. in the Porfiriato. And the German, uh, that's why they also have oh, the... Oh, you got like the accordion and stuff accordion, like that? Yeah, the, the accordion. Uh, yes. I got it. I put it together. Yeah. Don't worry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, so, there you go. Go. so I have a lot of experience yeah, yeah. with uh, yeah, some of that. that, so, that is, the Oompa bands, but uh, yeah. yeah. But it's great German music, but I, I love that old Mexican music. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they, everyone's a little, looks a little ridiculous. Everyone's a ranchero coming out and in a mariachi. But right. if you listen to that old, and they do it... One of the things I loved about oh. Mexico City, yes. and I'm a New Yorker, yes. nobody dances in the streets in New York. No. Mexico yeah. City, everyone's dancing. Yeah. It's a Saturday afternoon, yeah. well, dancing through the streets. We're going to yes. be dancing because we're sipping, yes. and uh, when we come back, we're going to get into mm-hmm. a little bit more. But, uh, mm-hmm. Ben, uh, we're talking a little bit about te- uh, Tolero Tequila, and mm-hmm. you are listening to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3, and we will be right back. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Now back to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome back to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job and Nick Constantino here with our guest today, Ben Carter of Tolero Tequila. And we were talking a little bit about, um, obviously, uh, Tolero, but, you know, we didn't get too much into um, your background, your experience. So you made the decision, obviously, to jump in, but mm-hmm. what what took you there well yeah let's talk a little bit about your uh, background and uh your your experiences and lessons that uh yes helped you make that jump i was in uh, radio and tv uh for 20 years i started out as an intern at first at cnn radio and uh we used to be called love 104.7 and it's called kiss 104.7 this, uh, and then uh, that was when the was that when the Dickies owned it? Yes, that's yeah, when okay. David's here. David was yeah. very much the, 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 yeah. go see David then. Yeah. Small world. Yeah, I was I was actually in high school, and I was actually there. I was with a uh, a young guy who was at Dunwoody High School. I was at Padilla, um, and he uh, he was kind of chubby and a little short, and um, he had glasses. And 
but he was a, a workhorse, and uh, he turned out it was Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest, yeah, I knew mm-hmm. you. That's where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> so small world, but um, but then I, I then uh, then my next stop was I was in radio. Uh, I was an intern for at 640 WGST uh, here. And uh, that was with uh, Sean Hannity, the Kimmer, wow. and uh, Ralph and Ben Hill, and Dennis O'Hare. And then I went to work up in D.C. at WHUR and WHBC. And then, I, of course, then went down to grad school. I went to high, I went to uh, University Howard University in uh, D.C. Uh, another another Good. place that looks a lot different nowadays up in Shaw. Keep going. Yeah. D.C. for a little while. Shaw, Shaw looks a little bit different now. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I got a, I did a, my grad uh, fellowship in uh, Mexico at the Universidad de Iberoamericana, and uh, I studied the effects of NAFTA. Yeah. So the funny thing about that, I learned. Uh, I met with Carlos Slim. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, and uh, they deregulate because I studied telecommunications and government. And uh, what I learned was that uh, during that time, ninety-five percent of the tequila companies were Mexican-owned. Okay. Five percent. It was only uh, Patron, which was owned by Paul Mitchell, the hairdresser. Right. Yep. yep. Cabo Wabo. Yeah. Hager. Hager. Yep. yep. And then uh, that was that was basically it. And then uh, by design or just by coincidence? Just, just by coincidence. Okay. Because NAFTA, NAFTA, then and yep. then then after NAFTA, eighty five percent is now uh, tequila is now uh, foreign owned. Probably a lot of it was bought out by America. They, they didn't go down yeah. and start the company. They just bought the companies. Yeah, yeah it makes exactly. tons of sense. A lot easier than trying to build something on your own. Yeah, right? exactly. for sure. Exactly. So you have a wealth of experience from different places. I always tell people radio is a great fundamental learning in marketing because Agreed. you got to write your own commercials. You're in the fire. You Agreed. see all types and size of businesses. Agreed. I think as far as learning how to market, I think radio is the best introductory medium just because you're you're thrown in the thick of it. I agree. You have to do events. You have to be community. You have to do everything. So you you what? Well, because what, what I was in eight cities in three different countries. It's amazing. And so I have to. Because I was in New York at BLS and uh, High 97. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Fun and flex, baby. Down here at High 97 here at Radio 1 Atlanta. Then I was a natural sales manager at Radio 1 Houston. Then I ran radio stations in Tulsa, Oklahoma City. Oh, man, you've been everywhere. And then oh. I went to Clear Channel Chicago ran, as a manager. And then I went to uh, Toronto, Canada, worked with Astral uh, Media, oh. which was the uh, Clear Channel of uh, Canada. Yeah. So you've seen it all. So yes. what were what were some of the things that you learned about marketing early in the career? Because obviously oh, yes. we're going to come full circle on how you marketed the tequila. But yes. like, tell me some of those early experiences of of just radio and being and seeing what it's like. You I mean we were in three continents? I mean you were in yes. three countries. I mean yes. it's got to be crazy. Yeah. What whole thing about it is that you learn that one, no one buys you for your features; they buy you for your benefits. That's the thing. What what's the benefit that marketing I have? Marketing one hundred and one. Exactly. Right? That is the marketing. So, because after uh, reason why I was in Canada is because I joined a uh, a, uh, a company called out of Australia called New Revenue Solutions, and where we did um, marketing presentations on marketing and branding for local businesses. Interesting. In a market, so I'll give you a thirty minute presentation on telling you on not telling you, but showing you the ways of using radio effectively, effect, efficiently, and affordably. Yep. And TV. So the whole thing was to take the principles of marketing, as you said before, you don't, no one buys you for your features. You know, if I say I have a tequila, that's a feature. The right. benefit is what? The benefit is that, A, you're going to not be uh, depressed and you're not going to wake up with a hangover. There you go. That's, I mean, that's yeah. the two I'm, things I'm, from I'm, Tolero. I'm health conscious. Right. I like to go out. I like to be look f- fashionable with what I drink. Those <laughs> right. are the benefits. That's yeah. Right. And the features are I have to have organic tequila yeah. that chicks those yeah, boxes. Because organic is just a feature. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, but, but organic, but we, as you said before, when you're organic, you know, that you, know, you slap organic on anything, you know, but anything that comes out of the ground yeah. is organic. But it, 
if you say you don't want to have a headache or a hangover, or if you're diabetic, this is you know you you can drink this. Right. So that so that that propelled me into doing this because you know in radio you're basically selling air. Yeah. You know right? You're yep. selling a concept. Yep. It, advertising is just simply an invitation to your product. You know, um, this is I can touch, taste, and feel. So, like, you know, uh, you know, I started out as in production, then went to sales. Sales, you know, as you said before, it's hard to gauge your. Uh, well, basically, you can gauge your your successful campaign on what. Yep. Case sales. Yep. Or mm-hmm. how many people come to your club, right? If as long as long as those KPIs are determined in advance, and the client is telling them to you, and you mutually agree upon them, then yes, you can always gauge the success of the campaign. The problem is, one, a lot of salespeople don't have those conversations because they're afraid to fail, Keep going. and then two, the clients don't understand what their real KPIs are. So the, my favorite one is the old radio: no one called. I go, well, stupid, you didn't give a phone number. <laughs> so I wonder why nobody called because you didn't give a phone number. Well, yeah, so, that's that's the one. Well, that's the one call that you get that that you dread making is that hey. How you know? I want to re up. I'm, I'm gonna come by and pick up the check, and they're like, "Well, you know, we, you know, no one's been buying us." And I'm like, "Well, maybe it's because of your message. Yep. You know, as you said before, you have to re, you have to express, you know, the benefits of doing business with you. What will make me say so, wow about your product? Yep. Yeah. So it's interesting though. So you've got a product though where some of the benefits are latent benefits; they're not immediate benefits. Mm-hmm. I.e., you're not going to get a hangover. Mm-hmm. All right. The stimulant mm-hmm. part may be a little more immediate. So how do you, well, mine how do you is, get people that understand, oh, wait a second. Yeah, you're telling me I'm not going to get a hangover, but I'm not know for well, certain until tomorrow. Well, my thing is that, one, okay, well, I base it on two models. One, uh, there was a uh, NPR uh, series called How I Built This, mm-hmm. and I took Tito's Vodka. Yep. Uh, the guy who um, he found Tito's Vodka, he explained that he, uh, during, because Vodka is an extremely crowded place. Yeah. Yep. Right, he took it to his uh, to the fairs, to the events. He was saying, "I'm American uh, married because you know yep. vodka was Russian, Poland, yes. you know, France." Yep, and we've had one yep. of their um, t- probably top 20, 21st, twenty employees yeah. on to tell this story. So this is topical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I took that yeah. model, and I basically I said, "I'm you know because if I just simply just put my name out there and said Tolera Organic Tequila, you know, it was still got the dust." Yeah, you know, people were like, okay, whatever. But when I started doing events, doing golf tournaments, doing you know concerts, and having people come up and taste it, and then also, I mixed it with organic juices. Mm -hmm. So because people you know would say, hey, I you know I can't do tequila today because it's a Tuesday. I got work tomorrow, or I got to drive home. And I'm like, no, 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 no. If you you're not supposed to shoot it. Yeah, because a lot of people have been trained that you you shoot it. You know, you're, you're certainly not it. supposed to shoot a $45 bottle of it. I mean, like, yes. there's something you have to shoot. Let's yes. just call it what it is. But, but, yes. but as you say before, you get the, you automatically get that benefit right. by tasting it. Yeah. As I said, that, that was a beauty. I was like, oh, you know, I could sell this, you know, because I, I sold dead Books. air yeah. and concepts yeah. and was able to make millions, you know, for companies, you know, doing that. Now I got something you could touch, taste, and feel and automatically give you the, a great taste. And people yeah. like, were like able to say, hey, I like this. I'm gonna make this my own. Well, I agree with Nick. It's it's cold, it's smooth, and uh, mm-hmm. if we're not careful, we could drink a lot of it. So uh, yeah, uh, that's yeah. The and, yeah. I, and I wonder. So we talk about the crowded marketplace. So let's just give some scale. I mean, g- guesstimate on a shelves of a lo- liquor store, 30, 50 top shelf, and probably another hundred bottom shelf tequilas at a big store. I, I mean, would there's say lots of them. Uh, at you know the top the top stores, 
They probably have about a hundred tequilas. Yeah, a wow. hundred tequilas from across the board at different Easily. price points, and and Easily. everyone's trying to grab your attention with the similar yeah. things. Tito's yeah. thing, ironically, was gluten free. All vodka is gluten free. Right. They just rolled with it because the trend was there. And it was so American made. It right. was American made, yeah. which no one would have ever thought if you asked twenty years ago, Texas would be known for vodka. It's just impossible. Mm-hmm. Now right. there's Texas vodka. There's multiple brands. So to stand out in a crowded marketplace. So you said it first automatically organic. Yes. You're, you're showing your value propositions. Mm-hmm. You still got to grab their eye with the bottle. It's still got to yes. be something that, yeah. that cuts through the clutter. How well, do we do that? That's why I'm, I'm glad you brought that up there because Tolero means tall one. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So that explains, yeah, or you see a lot of tequila <laughs> that's uh, the In short. the squad bottles. Yeah. Yeah, so they were in the squad bottle. So when we when it was introduced in uh, 2014, uh, it had a tall look. So it took up less space. It was easy to pour. It reminds people, if you're just not looking at what it is, vodka or gin, right? Right, and so uh, and, and that's how also too we did bartender competitions, yep. we did cocktail competitions. Yep. So you know to ingratiate yourself with the. I can uh, see the bartender spinning the bottles yeah, a little bit. It. You can't do it with a squad Cruz bottle cocktail. Yep. How yeah. are we doing trend wise? So I know tequila is on the uptrend. I know mezcal has caught on to fulfill some of the things with yes. bourbons and stuff like that. But trend wise, tequila is on the way up. How much rise do you think you have? What do you think the next yeah, couple think, years look like? I, well, that's the thing about it too is that tequila is now uh, number two. Wow. In in the world. Wow. Yes. So, and the reason why was because of COVID. That was one of the mixed blessings of COVID. Because uh, people were like, you know, I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You you can buy the good stuff because they realize how much you get overcharged at a store. Yeah. Two margaritas are $36. You can buy your own whole bottle for that much. Right. And so they were like, I'm not going anywhere. So let me just try this out. So then they started going, boom, boom, boom. Because I didn't, I used my radio background. I paired with DJs on this uh, on the Twitch channel, yep, okay. uh, uh, which is co-owned by Amazon. Uh, but uh, we used uh, we started doing Twitch parties okay. and DJ parties. So like Friday nights, Saturday nights, love it dude. every time. So yep. order your bottle of Tolero. Mm-hmm. You know they'll show it on a Zoom. A lot parties. of artists singing doing the Zoom. I mean that Zoom remember with parties. Rich with Rich Dollar. So we had yeah. uh, one of Bad Boys first mm-hmm. marketing people, and he was talking about. Um, <laughs> About it was um, it was when Puffy came out and he was doing his yeah. tequila and that's all he would do. They would get it in the DJ's hands at the clubs and it would spread like wildfire. Exactly, because he would get yeah. it in their hands. So yeah. Ciroc. So I mean, again, yes. it, it, what, what's and old? Chirac, and Ciroc was about to be discontinued. Yep, yeah. he basically took it over a discontinued yep. product. Well, my thing was that you know I had my my connections with the DJs that I worked with and. All these cities. Who's who were the original influencers? Before so, we get to this TikTok and all this stuff, those guys were having peddling influence for for decades yeah, so, before this became a trend. Right. Thing. So I had DJ Salah, DJ Shaquem, DJ JC. So I had guys from V103 here in Atlanta. Yep. I had guys at uh, Hot 97 in New York. Yep. Uh, had got my guys in uh, Houston at the Box 97.9, and so and that's also too. That was another thing. They lowered the they uh, lessened the restrictions for alcohol delivery. Oh yeah, right. yep. Drizzly when they were in that thing. Yep. Yep. So, because before I was when, when I was with Drizzly, um, they only could deliver to at the most fifteen states. Okay. After before then when when the COVID, COVID pandemic happened, it became forty four states. So mm-hmm. uh, you can go to tequila dot com, hit the buy now button. We deliver to you in forty four states. Good. So the the retailers are less important because like a state like Georgia, that's a, that's so it's so segmented. It's all over the place. You could only own two. It's all over the place. But that's actually a a mix a, a great blessing though, because they keep, you don't yeah. have the leverage because you're getting one guy that's just buying the biggest brands that are paying them under the table. So you have independent where the relationship matters. I'm right. Assume. So shout out to Camp Creek Water Beverages, which is the second largest retailer of, of liquor in the state. I started with them in uh, in January first, twenty sixteen. Yeah. 
and they've been dealing with them ever since. So if you want to, if you're on the south side, right by the airport, Camp Creek World of Beverages. They have a feature right there. And there. you know, that's, a, that's a, a great point. Yeah, and I've been in a lot of markets where we call it specification sales. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, it sounds like you're able to get people who are truly then helping you right. push it through the, the market. Right? right. And distributors in that way versus being mass. Exactly. Right. Well, I mean, also, too, if you would leave it up to your distributor. Mm, no, yeah. they're going to sell the most. They're going to sell the, what makes them the most money, right. the easiest way that they can get the most buybacks, and whoever who's offering the salespeople the best incentives because that's yeah. how you sell. I mean, that's how you know we're radio. Yeah, you yeah. know, if yeah. I, you know, if you're at a, you know V103, hey, you know, all I'm doing is order taking. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's so, funny because it's funny. So you say ninety dollars mm. when you first got involved and they were kind of mis yes. mispriced. So guess where what? are we today? So when we debuted, it was twenty nine ninety nine a bottle. Okay, right. Yeah, make it because no one's going to buy a uh, uh, try out tequila for ninety dollars. No. Yeah. So, so Can Creek World of Beverages, they were like, put it twenty nine nine nine. You know, which is tough too because you can't put the value proposition too low because then it's not the luxury item that you want it to be perceived as. So right. that's a fine dance. Well, we we uh, we always want to say we want to be uh, ten to fifteen percent of where eighteen hundred Don Julio and Casamigos is. Okay. So above or below them. Within. within, within, within. Okay, yeah, because those go on yeah. promo. So those today, go on promo a lot. So today, the silver goes for roughly. So uh, here in the state of Georgia, yeah. you can. Uh, well, I can give you two places where you can still get it at twenty nine nine nine. Okay, yeah, Mableton Bottle Shop or Kilroy's on Old National. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So now that's a value proposition. Let's right. talk about what it is. I mean, you're talking. The perception in my head is that at least forty bucks, forty five bucks for for a good. Bottle yeah. So if you go online, it's forty five bucks. Okay. Right. So here in the state of Georgia, though, uh, uh, at Total Wine and More, it's thirty eight nine nine. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, when we debut the uh, Reposado, it's going to be at uh, forty five, uh, and then the Añejo is going to be at fifty five. We're not going to try to break your overhead. Yeah. You know. Cool. You know. Our whole thing is that you know. You want to have it to where you're at the. There's also a mental shopping list. Let's be real. And marketing is a mental shopping list. Yep. When people go into a liquor store, they already know what they want to buy. Yeah. Right. So their whole thing is. Uh, so our whole thing is that we want to get on that top five of that mental shopping list because mm-hmm. there's certain people that no matter what you can give them, they'll say, "I want my either Hennessy or I want yeah. my Patron. Or I want my yeah. you know." And those uh, people are responsible for probably the majority of liquor sales. Those are the right. drinkers yes. that are the most they, they're responsible for. Right. Most of but it. then that's yeah. when I say, "Look, if I can get a, a, just have you just try it once, yeah. I can make you a fan." Man, our, we, whole, our whole thing is converting the, the unconverted. We've made a living of right. that in Georgia. Yeah. Our, our tailgates and the events we do, yes. because you can't sample in the state. So the only way you can sample, the right way, well, we have we, ours are private parties that we set up with <laughs> ticketed events that we've skated a lot of the, the rules of how you could sample. Which have Total gotten, Wine and More, you can now sample. They have yeah. a separate, their mm-hmm. separate store on mm-hmm. the side that has right. a different business well, permit. They have a sampling room in the back yeah. at uh, Alpharetta. Shout out to yeah. the one, one on uh, Barrett Parkway. But uh, you can literally now, that's also what they're loosening up to. Um, shout out to Brian Kemp. I give it up to him. Yeah. You know, even he listens us. to people. No matter what yes. you say about him, he, li- he listens to the <laughs> He's people. He's good for business. And the, the yeah. rules are stupid. I mean, I know that Grapes and Grains has to have a different liquor license for something upstairs. Yeah, There's right. a lot to sample. Like, right. You can con the system. Like, What are you doing? So you can get two fees for the business license? Yeah. Is it really worth $86? Well, you know, there's also, I mean, how many breweries here now in Atlanta? Yeah. 
I mean, how many? And they can sell. They loosen those restrictions up. Right? Yeah, yeah, and there's now uh, distilleries, you know, making vodka and uh, yeah. and uh, whiskey now here in uh, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. they were not. They were not yeah. for a long time. One of my mm-hmm. favorite things about tequila as a whole is it is one of the more versatile spirits. Mm-hmm. So you can drink it on the rocks. You can mix it. Mm-hmm. You can go into the bourbon territory because it's got enough flavor on its own. As to where vodka is a very neutral right. spirit, there's not much you're doing. You can mix it with anything, but it's not going to take on Manhattan or those flavors. Tequila can do that, I believe. Uh, our whole thing is also is also pairing with the cigars. Okay. Because okay. cigars are taking off too here in the state of Georgia too. And uh because you know there's a, how many I don't know how many cigar lounges are popping up over yep. the place. Yep. And so we want to, you know, you say sip tequila, smoke your uh stogie, uh your stick. And then also uh one more important thing too is you have to be made in Mexico to be called tequila. Yep. Right. Well, the other one, and you talked about Tito's. I think Tito's did a great job of creating some craft cocktails. Mm-hmm. All right, I agree. And I think that tequila. One of my perceptions, mm-hmm. all right, is people know the mass cocktails, the margaritas, Keep right? Um, but the margaritas though are are stacked with sugar. Well, exactly. But, so, but to think about to, to think about your benefits and, Quantro, and to think about lemon and an orange. Quantro, lemon, know, what, lemon, and orange. What are you doing, or what have you done with? Mm-hmm. You know the bartenders and mixologists mm-hmm. you know, to create craft cocktails, right? Um, like Tito's has done. Yeah, Palomas are always great, of course. Okay, yeah. uh, anything with grapefruit juice. But my whole thing is taking organic juices. You know, mm-hmm. and basically, I hate you know I give my my uh, Coca Cola formula uh, simply lemonade. Yeah, they got all those flavors. It's yeah. all organic juices, and it's only two bucks. Mix it with a simply lemonade. You can go to Kroger, Target, whatever, Walmart. Uh, blueberry. I'm making right now blueberry lemonade tequila. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It goes well. With a lot. I did a spindrift lemon and lime. Just a, a really mm-hmm. good citric citrusy seltzer. Yeah. With the, mm-hmm. It is. It is delicious. Yeah. And you don't need sugar. It pisses me off when people do it. No. I get some Cointreau. I yeah. get a little bit. Not even triple right. sec because that's cheap. Some Cointreau, no. an orange, and a lime, and you shake no. that up in a margarita. That yeah. is some delicious no. stuff. I mean, all I do you- like the Tijin, the Tijin rim though. That stuff is that's pretty good. Also, uh, Tolero and Sprite. Yeah, so it goes well. Okay. Uh, you know, also uh, I love. I'm doing also a uh, pineapple peach tequila. Okay. Yeah, so peach always brings it out because it brings out the blue agave. Yeah. Yeah. Anything peach or citrusy. Yeah, just a subtle sweetness. I think so. Let's talk about the marketing now. So obviously, yes. the one thing about radio that people don't talk about it was it was a street medium. You were reaching people on the streets in their communities. That's I'm sure the way that, you do it. That has helped, right? You, yes. it, you're not running million dollar advertising campaigns. You're, we don't have that, that stuff. So talk about well, that's how, what I'm talk saying, about the ground game. Talk about that street marketing. Yeah, because I'm going against multi billion dollar companies right. who have been in business for 150 years. Their plus. sales are down. They just throw another million into advertising. <laughs> it's really that simple. Or oh, yeah, or they are, they sponsor ESPN networks. Yeah, you know, Casamigos. Casamigos got which was our you know our distillery partner. Uh, they got bought for a billion dollars in ni- twenty nineteen, yeah. uh, right before the COVID. Uh, well, they had Clooney on a motorcycle, so yeah. obviously they're selling the crap. Right, out of it. but they but the, a lot of people don't 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 know is that they really only sold uh, worldwide a hundred thousand cases. Wow. 100,000 total cases. That's it. There are people that do hundred thousand cases with their eyes closed in Georgia alone. That's what I'm saying. Wow. And they got bought for a billion. Wow. wow. So that, that's how the valuable the brand itself was, the, the, the celebrity mm-hmm. spokespeople. I'm sure Aviation Gin with Ryan Reynolds was yeah. a similar thing. They, didn't, they weren't selling that much. You don't see it everywhere. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. they bought it. Yeah. yeah. So how do you, how do you compete yeah. against that? What's the, so, what, what uh, advice uh, would you give that, to people? That was what I'm saying. That's why I use my radio. Because yeah. radio, you, you're, you're a born hustler. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah, you, you're in the streets. And so, as you say, I do three or four events a week just alone here in Atlanta. Uh, and where it's just simply... Uh, we're tasting, we're vending, we're selling, you know, uh, and we're doing golf tournaments. I do two to three golf tournaments a month. 
Um, Usually in kind, they just want product. Well, also we sell, we also do uh, canopy tins. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So uh, uh, actually, this week I'm uh, we're doing one at the Russell Center on uh, Friday, and then I'm in Brooklyn uh, in on Sunday for the. Uh, Sip wine fashion uh, show in Brooklyn, uh, New oh, York. Oh, I saw that on the web. So, so cool. what is your social media presence like behind that? Because a lot of that yeah, is about that, also, yeah, that's also the FOMO, right? Yes. Like, hey, who wasn't there? Yes. You're missing out on these beautiful people. Don't yes. you want to be a part of this? So how do you guys use social well, media? Well, we, we use it kind of aggressively, but uh, we have about 15,000 Instagram followers, 5,000 Facebook followers. But, um, you know, we, we say it's about way you taste. The reason why I want you to come to my events is because you can taste Tolero in different flavors. Right. You know, because, you know, as I said before, if I just came out here and it said, this is organic Blanco, organic Añejo, organic Reposado, you know, okay, boom. But if I say I got pineapple peach tequila, woo, yeah. I got watermelon tequila, woo, you know, people go, oh, my God, I never tried this. This tastes so good. And then, you know, as you know, you know, I say we convert the unconverted. There, I, right. my, my greatest joy is getting a person who says, I, I had a bad experience with tequila. I ended up, you know, face down and, you know, and or, you know, I woke up with a girl that, you know. That, <laughs> I thought you said bad experiences. There's no bad experience. But but then I'm like, you know, or, you know, or I got. <laughs> but my whole thing was like, you know, try this. And they're like, oh, I can do this. And the next thing you know. Yeah. I, you know, they bought a bottle, and next thing you know, you know, and with some juice, and they went through a whole bottle, and they're like, I didn't, you know, I can go to work the okay, next day. Right. Yeah. Yeah, wow. no, it's it's awesome. So t- who, who's the who's the target audience, and who is the audience? I'm sure you have some data yeah. on who's buying it, um, age. Well, Do you know that stuff doesn't matter? Well, you know what? Let's let's hold that. When we come back from the break, I want to dive into Beautiful. that, and uh, I think that's a great uh, way of, of segmenting into, yeah, how do you get this out in the marketplace? Oh, yeah. So um, I was too busy drinking while Trip was waving me down double segments I know, over. It's, you know, <laughs> hey, it's a focus, right? So, you got the heart um, out. Yeah, well, we're uh, listening to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3 with Tolero Tequila. And we will be right back. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug. And I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Now back to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome back to the Marketing Mad Men. Trip Job and Nick Constantino here with Ben Carter from Tolera Tequila. 
And uh, good stuff. And we were talking a little bit right uh, before we went to the break about, you know, how do you target? How do you know where, you know, you're converting the unconverted? Yes. You've, got, you've sunk in now. Yes. All right. So how do you in know? In Espanol, it's el nombre el padre del Yeah. Hijo oh, del Santa. just praying. You're just praying. Right. Yeah. So, um, Salud. Yeah. So how do you, how do you go about Arriba, abajo, el centro, dentro. Right. Exactly. Oh, no, but we are, well, first of all, uh, also during COVID, uh, we're 100% black owned. Uh, mm -hmm. Tequila, we're, I think we, yeah, we're the only one in the world, organic, 100% black owned tequila. So there was a push for black owned spirits also. Okay. So um, as you said before, uh, the African American population of the United States has saved, or they saved Chirac. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Casamigos is now the number one uh, tequila for uh, African Americans. Man, you see Snoop's face on wine bottles. None yes. of those things you yeah, would have ever yes. thought would happen in a million years. So when uh, uh, when they found out we were 100% black owned, uh, and uh, uh, we, our tagline was Mexican grown black owned, our holding was okay. Let's let's take that to a whole nother level. Because um, org organic wise, they thought that we were going to be suburban housewives. Oh, okay. At, at first, you know, because which I, is how dumb and racist this country is. <laughs> you see organic, and it's like, oh, it's got to be a woman in Milton, <laughs> John's Creek. Yeah, because I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm the opposite. I'm just gonna throw it out there, like it's hey, freaking tequila. Alpha, you know? It's like it's, it's tequila. Does it need to be organic? The alcohol, the alcohol kills what's ever in it. Does it need to be organic? So, like, you know, yes, yes. but it's a brand uh, and it works. Of a new spot wants to be the uh, the. Uh, club on the green so if there you, you uh, if there you, 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 you on i'll there get you connected yeah. by the way can we just throw it out there i am pissed off that we have not figured out have have night golf with djs playing in the city yet. oh yeah. you need a nine-hole course yes. under the lights and you need a dj or a band playing with speakers at everything we did at a college park golf course right well, before they COVID. To, they ought to do it they do have lights under the whole thing mm -hmm. yeah all right well i know where i'm going jones i mean shoot mm -hmm. now they've turned that i know i'm just saying i'm just saying the demand for golf is so insane night golf this time of year with a couple of drinks and one of those robots that follow you because oh, yeah. I remember Bobby Jones. I got the robot that follow you, and I asked yeah. for a tray to put it out, and I put my drink on it, and it followed yeah. me like a bartender. It was awesome. Yeah. What right, the hell are we well, talking we, about? Yeah. All right. Anyway. Well, we, yeah. you know, we obviously been drinking. Uh, uh, all right. All right. So we're talking about it's yeah. not it's audience. not the uh, audience. North North Fulton Housewives. So that's not your. Uh, well, actually, your, well, I mean it's part actually, of your audience. Actually, but... I have a partnership with the Alpharetta Housewives. Okay. Shout out to them. There all you right. go. Yeah, but anyway, but um, our whole thing was taking that. And also, one of our greatest supporters was the authentic uh, Mexican, because I struck up a deal with the, um, the Consulado de um, Mexico uh, here off of uh, Beaufort Highway. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's because, as you said before, M Mexicans, they were like, that's, our, that's the stuff we grew up on. This is right. our real authentic, authentic tequila. Yeah. tequila. And, they were, and, you know, it does help that I do speak, you know, yes. fluent Spanish. So, um, and then... Um, Depends on what day you catch me. I do look uh, Cuban, Dominican, or there you go. Yeah. You got some Dominican. It looks like it for sure. My wife is Puerto Rican and Dominican. Was born in Puerto Rico, so right. So that I know. Helps. I live in Dominican part of Harlem. I, I get. I get. I'm lucky enough that I get to blend too. When we go down anywhere, right. They won't even speak Spanish to her. They're just going to me. And I understand enough to be dangerous yes. because God knows I was on spring break in Cancun enough times. Somehow you got to sneak the girls back you to your room. You got you to be able to talk to somebody at some point. Yeah, that Desi Arnaz yeah. look. There you go. I'll take and, that. And, I will and, take. And, That's and, the most flattering thing I've ever heard anyone tell me. Because then they ask. 
asked me to order my favorite uh, hip hop, you know, uh, songs and uh, stuff like that. So that's, that's why I'm here. I blend. I blend. Everybody's joke. Trip joke. I, b- I blend. <laughs> All right. So let, let's. Tri- uh, no. So our demographics. Let me do this. Yeah, please. Down quick. So basically, 21 plus. Okay. It's it, and because it, like I know radio, radio is like a, you know, you know, 18 to 49, 25, 54. Yeah, you gotta be segmented. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 21 plus. People who are looking for something to have their own. Because okay. actually, that speaks to Atlanta. Atlanta likes to have something that's their own. Yeah. yeah. And that's a very recent phenomenon. They're a cultural center of a lot of the country now. So they want to have these things for themselves. Right. There's more of a push for these big companies to be headquartered here, to have this pride here mm-hmm. that is coming out. And it's starting to spread past the boundaries of just mm-hmm. the city. Yeah. You're starting to take over the region and the country to some extent. Right. So you got to hit it hot with the right guy. But you catch one of these rappers, you catch one of these guys at the right time, young in their career as they're going outward, and the sky is the limit. You right. see it. Well, that was also the thing too, is that we um, we sh- we got with um, that's when you met me. Yeah, I was meeting with the movie companies. Right, and so our first uh, introduction to the movie uh, world was we were um, put in uh, Superfly, the okay. remake. They filmed it here in Atlanta. Uh, got with the, the director. He used to do uh, uh, music videos uh, for a lot of uh, the Atlanta. So I knew him from okay. Little X. Okay, Director X, and um, so. Uh, if you watch Superfly, uh, the new the new Superfly, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> the new Superfly. Uh, Tequila didn't even exist for the old Superfly. Yeah, not the way we know it today. Right. Yeah. It's like- uh, there's two pivotal scenes. One is one where they go down and meet the Mexican cartel. The Mexican cartel part uh, boss is Isai Morales. Okay. Isai Morales tasted it. He's he's me- he's from Mexico and uh, from Mexico City, and he goes <laughs> he goes I love it. Give me six cases. And there's a so there's a uh, there's a, a video. I mean, there's a, a point in movie where in the middle of the movie, he's watching the uh, Mexican football game. Uh, that's soccer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To you Americans, football. Yeah. Football. Uh, and he has his uh, the his uh, the waitress comes up and he goes, "Give me uh, dame tequila," and it's Tolero, and they yeah. like blurry prominently yeah. display it. At the end of the movie, they're in uh, Serbia, Montenegro, on a yacht. And he's talking to talking. His, talking talking to his man, yeah. and uh, who's in Atlanta, and he goes, "All right, well, you know, handle handle my business in Atlanta. I'm going to be on this yacht." And then they flash, and it's, he's pouring out a bottle of Tolero, and boom, it's a great thirty second spot. Yeah, you know, right. basically, everybody came up to me. They were like, "Oh man, how'd you get that?" Yeah. Well, so <laughs> to that, and that's again, uh, we were. Uh, I don't know, just next to each other, and you yes. were having your business meeting, and I was having mine. That's kind of where we got uh, caught up. So what advice does someone who does have a product, and they're trying to get some type of product placement, it could be film, it could be other things, but what's the one thing you would give them as uh, an advice? There's a, if you're in Atlanta, there's yeah. a, there's so many events every weekend. I mean, Atlanta is just like, yeah. you know, and they're looking to, you know, vend, yeah. do businesses. They want local businesses, support local businesses. So I mean, as I say, I'm doing three or four events yeah. a week, you know. Mm-hmm. So. But you got to be patient. You're not gonna hit the gold mine on the first time. You got to show oh, up, no, be no, there, no, put no, the no, work no, in, no. put the time. It's in. the number of shots. You got to yep. keep doing it. You right, gotta, you right. know, and you're gonna clank a lot off the rim and the backboard. But well, you, you, you well, saw that people on the radio, right? Right. Yeah. Same thing. I agree. You know, I agree. You, know, you know, what we what we did was like this. We'll make radio for you affordably, yep. effectively, and efficiently. The way we do it, you buy 40 spots a, a month at nine, uh, ninety nine, yep, ninety nine dollars, yep. right? But you know why? Repetition. 
Yes. Frequency. Right. Yes. I, I think you know the hardest balancing act for tequila, for in my in my in my humble humble opinion, is you got to have street cred. Keep you got to have the Mexicans, the authentic people Keep that going. believe in it. But you also got to be outreach to get new people, and that's a very hard balancing act to make. You got to have you got to yeah. you got to scream that authentic. Casadoras is an uh, example of one. Drank like crazy yeah. in Mexico. That's how it worked here. All right, yes. so Ben, you got about forty-five seconds. Tell us uh, where listeners, if they want to find Tolero. Um, how can they find it and uh, anything else you want to? I got you a special uh, deal today. Okay. Okay. So uh, if you go to tolerotequila.com, you hit the buy now button, enter the promo code MADMEN, you'll get 15% off and we'll All deliver right. to you in 44 states. When's the rest of on the NAHO going to be up? That will be uh, fourth quarter. So fourth quarter. Okay. We're right. praying for Thanksgiving. Okay. Oh, you know what? As you say, hey. we didn't even get into the food pairing, so I'm going to switch All my right. entire drinking thing over for Thanksgiving now. Uh, yeah, I know. Let's see. Can you do cranberry and tequila? Of course. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, yes, that brings out the agave. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. I'm already getting some ideas. This is uh, this is sounding good. Uh, ben Carter, thanks so much. Thanks, Great ben. to thanks uh, have you me. on. And uh, this is Tolero's fantastic. And uh, Tolero organic uh, tequila, good tequila. We'll, it should uh, never taste bad. Well, uh, I'll work on starting <laughs> co- to convert some more unconverted for you. you so, go. all right. You've been listening to the Marketing Mad Men on Extra 106.3. We'll be back next week. Salud. Salud. Come.